What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Giovanni. Hold up. And straight off of a plane, <laughs> as reckless as he's always been, David McIntosh is going to be with us for a full hour. What's Yay. popping, kids? What's going down? The UK's finest son. Before we even get started. What the fuck did you just say? The UK's, UK's, son? The UK's finest son. I got many titles. Wait, you, can have, you bro. talk into the mic? And can you quit twisting? Why are you twisting so goddamn much? He was twisting in the wind already, <laughs> anticipating what okay, the fuck wait. you're going to ask him. So, well, we already know we're definitely talking about Trump because the last time you were here, you pissed oh, a lot shit. of people oh, off yeah. saying oh, that shit. you were pro-Trump. I've heard he's had a change of heart. Well, we'll figure that no, out. I wasn't looking with a MAGA hat today. So. Hold on, hold on. Oh, you for have to God's talk sake. Into okay. Sorry. I know it's difficult for you to have a blunt object that close to your mouth, but <laughs> don't let him talk to you like that, Dave. David, does he, um, unlike you, David has embraced the gay community and he has profited from it. I love the gay you community. You keep fighting it. You just need to be a little gay. I'm telling you, how you come up. I'm pro just, just a little LGBTQ bit. community. Just a little no, bit. No, but you pro, but you pro with like blinders on. Like you pro with like a in a what force field. What do you mean? Field. Wait. You want me to, Meaning you, like David will go to some <laughs> island in some little skimpy underwear and crack jokes, take the underwear off and show his ass, knowing that there's a bunch of niggas <laughs> out there trying to look at his back. Relax, bro. Hold up a second. Hold up a second. <laughs> Let's tone that down a little bit. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the video you just posted where you had on some, I think you had some red trunks on. Oh, yeah. Come you on, were man. giving your underwear away. Of course. Yeah, I got to entice the people because that was, uh, I was hyping people up for DC Pride. Yeah. Oh, that was wild. Oh, come on now. Yeah. See? So he got booked for DC Pride. He gets booked for these gay events where they pay him money. But you know, the guys have fun out there. If, it goes, if a whole straight parties, the people there are all kind of... Hugging the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Doing nothing whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Those guys are loving life. They're voguing, backflipping, doing all kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> he said voguing, backflipping. Yeah. So, you know, it's I life. Mean, get your money, man. I wish I would host exactly. a gay club tent. There's a limit. Get Don't get me wrong. There's a limit. Don't say get your money, get your money. But there's a limit, you know. But oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I host a gate at a gay club. <laughs> well, there's no no limit over here. Shout out to uh, Master P. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you had told me a funny story one time. Oh, here we go. No, I'm not going to go too far into the craziness. But you had told a funny story one time about how you were tricked into hosting a party in Seattle. I think it was Washington. Oh, Wait, can you yeah. please just tell oh, the story? Yo, that's sick. Because the story's so funny. But don't give it away. Tell the story. Okay, this is the catfish of catfish. Like, this is so bad. It's absolutely pretty disgusting, to be honest. Anyway, <laughs> there was this Filipino beauty queen. And she was living, actually, in Hollywood. Okay. She was driving Lamborghinis. Well, these were the pictures anyway. She was driving Lamborghinis, all this kind of good stuff. And she was hitting up quite a few of my friends. Anyway, I'm chatting to this girl for quite a long time. And we started, um, you know, on the phone, a bit of sex talk, this and that, right? So she's calling me up. I'm going to call. This is, this is uncensored, so this is X-rated. I don't care, but I don't tell you. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> let's, let's, let's cut the muscle. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so she's playing with herself on the phone. Okay, and doing all this, and I'm shit. Like, is this FaceTime? No, this, this is back in the day. This is years ago. Yeah, right? before FaceTime. Okay. FaceTime didn't exist back then. They're just talking on the phone. Okay, just yeah, talking, talking on, on the phone. phone. Yeah. So she's anyway, playing with her pussy, and you're she, jacking she, off. She's drawing me, and it's like a honey trap. She's drawing me in so good, my hotline and sinker. She says, "Listen, I can get you a job over in Seattle. That's my hometown. Um, we're going to pay for the flights. Come and see me. We're going to have a good weekend. Um, it's going to be real sweet." So I'm like, "Oh hell yeah, man, definitely." You know, she's been giving the good news over the phone. Make him feel all good. Uh, she <laughs> looks sweet. Oh, you said Filipino beauty queen. Filipino beauty queen. Anyway, so I land over in uh, Seattle. Fly over there. We've been speaking together for like three months now. I land in Seattle. 
And I'm greeted by, um, she said basically she was doing a modeling job actually in LA at that point, and she was going to meet me later on. So she says, My brother's going to greet you. So a brother um, turns up, young, small, Filipino guy, you know, and I start chatting to him. He's cool. I'm like, Why well, sounds pretty familiar, bro? Anyway, so. Oh, you say it's cool. Yeah, I mean, shit. Anyway, that, that is his sister. <laughs> so we get to the hotel, and I'm starting to call up, say, yo, yo, what's going on? I said, where are you at? Well, she was she was answering the phone, uh-huh. you know, so the phone was not answering whatsoever. So we get to the hotel, and he steps in the hotel, and he starts hanging his stuff up. I'm like, uh, yo, what's up? What's up? What's going on? <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm just going to get changed. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to get changed. And then, you know, when we go to the club, I'll come home later on and that's it. Basically, long story. <laughs> long story short, I'm calling her up nonstop up all weekend, okay? She's not answering the phone. It turns out she doesn't even exist. It was a young Filipino guy. <laughs> So at what point did you realize? I realized it straight away. I realized it straight away. As soon as I got off the plane, right, okay, he sounded exactly like her, right? But I would have thought if I twi- if I came clean. <laughs> but in your mind, you're like. I tried to convince myself it's a lie. Like, it's a lie. It's a lie. I tried just to convince hoping. myself, hoping, wishing. It was. <laughs> you saw pictures of this shim? shim? No, it wasn't that. She. He was catfish. He was sent pictures of a beauty queen. Oh. Nigga, did you fall asleep? I'm the listening. Listen, I'm listening. The guy was pretending to be a woman all along. I know that. He dragged me over to Seattle. He paid for your flight? Paid for the flight, though. <laughs> 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 and hotel. All food included. All expenses. Pidiums, everything. <laughs> did you end up hosting something in Seattle? No. There was no flight. <laughs> he was trying to make you I host that ass. I went to the club. I was looking for some flights and some pictures of me. And they was checking my ID in the way into the club. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so did you just say? So did you just say to him like, "Look, we just gonna be buddies this weekend"? No, because check this. So then the next the day I was there for two days. This was not. <laughs> he was there for two. days. I was there for two days. Okay, so his boyfriend, um, big fat white guy, he looked like one of those dudes who plays Warhammer, <laughs> sits in his mum's basement. They pick us up to do a little tour. So, and this is a, I'll be truthful. So basically, I came back drunk, and he comes back there. Oh, can I just sleep in the room? I'm like, oh my goodness, brother. <laughs> Look at the face of Melissa right now. <laughs> because, I've, because, I've, because I've been catfished. So it's like the yeah, whole thing is like... This is a real though. catfish, though. This is a real In deal. Person? Uh, no, no. What's happening is somebody's using me to catfish people. Okay, but not like this story. She's you ain't having traveled. phone sex yeah. with men. So by the way, just, just a sidebar. I'm sorry. I have to latch on to yeah. the story since it's relevant. If you think that you've had conversations with me on Skype, it wasn't me. Um, if I asked you for money, it wasn't fucking me. But if it was um, on back page, bitch, no, it was her. No. I had a conversation <laughs> with you like years ago. The bitch catfish. Yeah, she got me, me good. You yeah. was over in the back. She garbage. got me good. I was sending pictures and shit. <laughs> Wait, was that before Melissa Ford? became an uber driver after. <laughs> <laughs> this is way before but yeah so what fin- okay so you stood there for two days still okay i was there for two days basically so his boyfriend was chauffeuring us around we did the tour of seattle but he was sat there mean mugging me all the time and i was like yo what the hell is what was brother man relax so he was hating on me but i didn't realize at the time mm-hmm. he knew the scoop <laughs> he, he knew the score he knew what or um well, what was the conversation between the two of them? Like, that's his boyfriend. So of course he's know. mean mugging you. Like, he's my boyfriend trying to I'm fuck I'm you. I'm going to tell you something. If my nigga brings this in my car, yeah. I'm whipping his ass. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I don't believe in domestic violence. So you end up coming. You end up leaving. Hopefully So I leave. Day. But listen, obviously I knew it. But I believed 
if I kind of, <laughs> if, I, if I confront him then and there, I'm going to have to kill him. And you're going to be stuck. Straight up. I'm and you're going to be stuck. Seattle. <laughs> True. So as soon as I got to the airport, check this out. As soon as I got to the airport, I called her up again. Well, him. I called her up. <laughs> Her phone, and she answered, "Oh, I'm so sorry." I said, "Don't lie to me." <laughs> you're not I, said, in LA. You, I said, "You're outside in the car. You've just dropped me up, you son of a fucking bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and then, I said, "What are you lying for? What are you lying for?" What did he say? She, him, no, and she say. was like, "What are you talking about?" Then she's like, "You know, that's it." And you never talked to her, him again. No. Then he set up a fake profile of me, pretended mm. to be me. It was like I had 37,000 followers. Wow. It's like kind of attack, like putting up lame stuff. Mm. This guy's good. He or she is good. They're real good, man. Honestly, they don't want to. I see credit. He got me over from the UK to Seattle. <laughs> to Seattle. So, selecting a bedroom. So, so, they, so let me tell you about David McIntosh. So I was in two different countries, Australia and London or England, and was supposed to hang out with you, and you faked on me both times. You're no, the on, worst. You are on, the man. you are the most flakiest friend I have. In the world. Why you try me like that on radio, bro? You're sick, man. <laughs> you, no, I mean, man. when we hang out, it's fun and it's wild as hell. But getting you there is a process. Because I know you're wild and I've probably been partying way before then. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So it's, it's wasted. Come on, man. I go, to, I go to Manchester. Who the fuck goes to Manchester? He's Nobody. There, yeah. I go to Manchester <laughs> all the way over there for a Christmas party. You're supposed to come. You don't come. I FaceTime you. You're at a club with other people. <laughs> so, He's gonna lose the Just give me two seconds right of this one. sip of water. Basically, what happened was <laughs> he gets marbles in his mouth when he tries no. to fucking you know explain mm. himself. I've heard that before. Oh, in the UK, no. we party from early doors, <laughs> and you came up late. You miss your trains or something like that. Mm. You know, stop being flaky. But at least you made it here today. So I remember right before Trump got elected, you were the one who told me first about Libya and you were talking about Obama and uh, you were talking about Hillary Clinton in Libya and for all of us that aren't in Europe, Europe is so close together now. All that, the whole world seems closer together than it is us. For sure, 100%. And the United States, we are a little cocky. We're the United fucking States just, of America. Just a little bit, you guys. Just we're, the, bit. we're the leaders of the free world out here. <laughs> no, Self-proclaimed. So, so I would say, don't fuck with us. <laughs> I'll hit Trump, your ass won't make it back. No, so... Uh, you know, you know clearly more about what's happening around the world than some of us. Yep. Um, and then you were in the military. So you had a different perspective on the whole Clinton and Libya thing. So what was your perspective at the time? And then let's talk about where you are with Trump. Okay, so for instance, I believed everyone was jumping on um, the bandwagon of hating Trump. He's racist. He's sexist. He's this, he's that. Without any facts, I would challenge a lot of people. A lot of people really hated him, and no one could say anything. Oh, we said this, and I give them facts, and they could never really challenge those facts, and that was annoying me. But then they jump on the Hillary bandwagon and say, "Oh, she's good, she's this." I said, oh, "Excuse me, please, brother. <laughs> excuse me, please. This woman has decimated. I repeat, decimated Africa, and I say that in Libya, the stuff that's going on over there. I mean, it's not just her, but she was part of the problem along with France. But going back to Trump." Um, now he's been in power for a little bit. Yeah, he's done some good things for your country. But I will hold my hand up. And I proclaimed this on Facebook. I said this. I said, um, you know what? Maybe uh, Macintosh was a little bit wrong. And I was. To an, to, to an extent. To an extent, I was. And the, the point where I seen it was, it was in um, Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right then and there. Now, this, this son of a bitch, man. 
So I will, you know what I'm trying to say? I was pro-Trump. Now I will say I was pro-Trump. No, you were pro-Trump and beyond pro-Trump. You yeah. and I were going back and oh, forth. I, but it was because to me, I had never seen the slavery in Libya. Oh, yeah. I hadn't seen it. But it's, what it exactly was saying that is like, for instance, everyone was up and raw for, not everyone was up and raw for Hillary, you know, and also Obama. But what they did over there, they took a stable figure in Africa, Gaddafi, very stable, 100%. For that, I was in the military for a long time, Royal Marines Commando, okay? And I'll give you some hot scoops right now, mm. okay? What we was doing, we was sending the guys that we was chasing down over, okay, some of the SBS lads, SBS lads, okay, oh, <laughs> I'll get hung for this. <laughs> but people I know, okay, right? The guys that was chasing down in Afghan, Taliban leaders, okay? They were the same people that were training up to influence rebel factors in Libya, okay? To rise up a coup and rise up people to take out Gaddafi because Gaddafi wasn't playing to the fiddle. Mm -hmm. He was not playing to the fiddle of Obama and to Hillary. So I despise these people for taking out an African country that was trying to bring power to Africa. Mm -hmm. That was trying to re you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Bring power back to the country. Mm -hmm. And it was all for money. It was all for so money. So why did they go over so there So excuse me if I, I, you know, I'm very against France, England, and America. But why, did, why did they go over and kill Gaddafi though? Oh, because he was, you know what I mean? It was, everyone says this. I mean, they cliche. killed him on television. Sorry? Yeah, hell yeah. Well, they claim this, so he's been in power for a long time, but oh, all of a sudden, he's, um, He's very against the people, mm -hmm. so to say. Do you know what I mean? The people. They said he was. A, they basically said he was a dictator, a dictator. and, and likened and liken him to Saddam Hussein. Exactly. When that's there, it. Yeah, there was a, a. But he's been in power for years, mm -hmm. and then now all of a sudden the people want change. They want this. They want all that. It's like, get out of here, man! It was a, 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 like a deal going on. He wasn't um, playing to the coy of what um, Obama administration wanted, France and England wanted. Mm -hmm. So they had to get rid of him. Mm -hmm. And so when you so and it was too powerful. Like I said, they don't want powerful people uh, in charge like that. They killed his son too, right? Yeah, they killed his son, yeah. Okay, so then that's what made you anti-Obama and anti-Hillary. Hillary. Mm -hmm. I'm anti-establishment, to be honest. Mm -hmm. After being in the military for a long time and seeing what we do and how we go about our business, I'm anti-establishment. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we are, we're bad. We are not good whatsoever. And slowly but surely, we're taking over the free world. There is no free world left whatsoever. You know, we try and rule. We bully. We're not cool. We're not good. Mm. You, know? you think the United States is a bully? Will I get my visa taken off of me for saying this? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a joke. It's radio. Okay, so then when, uh, so when Trump, so when Trump put his his hat in his uh, name in the hat for president of the United States, yeah. and he was saying grab him by the pussy and all kinds of reckless shit, did you really think he was going to be a stable enough leader yeah. to not get us into a nuclear sure. situation with another big country? I thought I thought he was a uh, I thought it was change. I was weeks. I was hoodwinked. I thought it was different. But let's say this. There is no man, no man, woman, beast or child on this planet that is going to be put into power that's not ruled by a higher figure. 100% there is not. So, yes, he was uh, totally different than Obama, 100%. But I still believe someone's pulling his strings. But not different in a good way, though. Yeah, but did you like him because you thought he was anti-establishment? Yes, that's how he that's comes out. I thought, you know what? He finally somebody who's not going to play to the politics exactly, of Washington. Exactly, that's it. You know what the people? It's like, for instance, 
a lot of these politicians, they sit there, they have no um, prominence, Back. they have no power of speech, they're not like a Malcolm X, mm-hmm. they're not a Louis Farrakhan, they're not a T.D. Jakes. Right. Mm-hmm. They stand there and do What do you know nothing. about T.D. Jakes? That's my boy, man. Really? T.D. Jakes, man. He doesn't know me, but I know him. If I ever found out, if I ever found out that you and T.D. Jakes hung out, Oh, bro. I would not even be able to look at that man the same. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I felt for him, you know, for the wrongs he said, I still thought at least he's different. Yes, he may not be saying things that are in context of all politically correct, but at least he's being himself, being a, a creative, so to say. At least he's being different, an individual. That's better than being a puppet. But I think that was just the kind of beast that was needed to call the people in, and did it not? Did it not bring a lot of the Americans in? Because a lot of you voted for him. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. Be, you, had, you had your choices. You right. had you. Yeah, the but say, they were tricked. Yeah, but they, the they were they you were your choices. They were tricked, just like you were tricked. So when you saw Charleston, what did that what did that do to you? Yeah. So this is this that, 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 that made me angry. This sucker. Okay, <laughs> you had. I don't know what you call them over here, um, but you had you know, the, the NF, the na- you know, in the UK's National Army Combat 18. Mm-hmm. You had all these white supremacists, and it's not white supremacists like peaceful marching, it's white supremacists like emboldened by racism, gangs. and they have the intention to be violent. Yes. These are violent gangs. Yes. These, are, these ain't playing around. These no. preach hate. Yes. Preach hate where they're going to attack, they're going to lynch, they're going to do every goddamn thing. Okay, so, and when they also run over somebody, and then you've got protesters. So people say, oh, to, to defeat hate, it's got to be love. That's bullshit. Get the hell out of here, man. You know? So if you have a hate force coming towards you, you can't come up there like a Mary Poppins, man. You're going to come up there with force. So if the war's aside... You know what I love about you? You're passionate. so intense about yeah, everything. Man. I love it. So you're going to come up there with force. So let's say, for instance, there was a movement against that came up with force. Yes, so goddamn what? They needed to do that. But for him to just come up there and say... Oh, this is what got me. I had to, to right hook to do that straight out, man. Who, <laughs> Trump? I, I threw my MAGA hats away. I threw, <laughs> <laughs> I threw everything away. For him to come up there and say, there was bad on, oh, there was bad on both sides. My brother, please, how dare you? Yeah. That, is, that was disgusting. Yeah, it was clear cut. <laughs> it's clear cut. White supremacists and Nazis and everybody exactly else. Exactly that's it. Come on. So okay. that for me was a turning point. It was well, a sad well, day. It was a sad day. Well, listen. Welcome, sad, yes. welcome back on the other side. To the light side. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's it's at that point now where it's still kind of lost. I mean, who's going to step up in his place? No, but he has done... I don't know if he's done good for the country. I believe your, your economy's doing good right now. So we can't, you can't lie yeah, about that. Yeah, but, but I think e- that the economy doing well is basically just, you know, it's, it, a, it's a trickle-down effect from the Obama administration. Eight years of that. He cannot claim responsibility for that. True. He can't. But, you know what somebody said earlier today on The View I was watching before I came over here? Mm. We haven't heard nothing about what's going on in Afghanistan. Mm. We're still yeah. over there fighting. Mm. <laughs> Syria, man, look what the hell. This is the thing. They keep you all cooped up. From so the let me ask news. you, so for us that are in, in America, yeah. I mean, people do listen to this podcast all over the world, but... Why do you think we're so disconnected from what's oh, happening in the it, other because world? Because you know what it is? The greatest tool to ever influence people is the media. And where is everything created? Where is the epicenter, the epicenter of the world, of the media come from? Here. Hollywood and lot, right? <laughs> 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 no. Um, 
America. They will have you believe, now I'm not going to bag off America, I love America, it's great, but they will have you believe that it's a proper first world country. I could walk out 10 miles goddamn straight down there and see Tent City. Do you see that on the news? Mm, mm. No. Hollywood, glitz, glamour, people are great, people are amazing. No. Mm. You got homeless people not eating and that's been through You got kids getting killed in schools. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's terrible. So, excuse me if I'm wrong, but America is all shining, all dancing, all great. No, it's not. There's people Mm. out here who are, you know, starving, dying, but then again, you propaganda it over in other countries as well. Mm-hmm. So when people look at like, um, when people look at America from the other countries, what do they, they think you. of us? Oh, well, okay. See, cause like I just got back from Dominican Republic and they love America because they see it as a way of, the these people are, they're not, okay. They're not, <laughs> I'm, I'm also far saying losers, but yeah, man, they're, they're weak minded. They don't want to learn. They don't want to listen. They don't want to see the bigger picture. And you know, they see the Kardashians, they see the uh, the Kanye West. They, they, they see all that, so they don't try and look into the more insidious, sinister nature. But when they see our school shootings, like we just had a school shooting in Santa Fe, they think it's pathetic. What do they think about us? Or what do they think about the fact that, like, I just came from your, uh, Australia. It's not your country; it's where you were with your wife. Yeah, but yeah. Um, Australia. <laughs> by the way, I met a couple of your friends. Anytime <laughs> somebody knows that I'm friends with yeah. David McIntosh, they just want to buy me a bunch of alcohol. <laughs> so they, they can't understand our lack of gun control. They just can't understand no. it in other countries. They're just like it's. It, they they see it as a very simple problem that could be so, solved, yeah. and they don't understand why we don't do it. I'm just like, because the NRA is a very strong That's crazy organization. The gun control out here is yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? Anybody gonna get a gun? Yeah. Anybody? It's, it's, it's madness. But I mean, the, like I said, you have so many a lot of problems over here, but it's overshadowed by the glitz and the glamour. So yeah, there is a school shooting here. That doesn't happen. Anywhere, well, okay, I'm not saying it doesn't happen anywhere else. I can't make that statement. Mm-hmm. But nowhere near as much as... It's not happening in London. No. It ain't happening Australia. Like what happened to... Open, it was only a few days ago, that Texas shooting, you know, and it's always the same perpetrators, uh, you know. White, white, <laughs> white man. White guy, long hair, Warhammer, playing Xbox, sitting in his basement, mm. that kind of... And it's strange, and it's like, why is it... What is going on in this country? What's, what's being put in your water... What the hell is going on? Yeah, when these little white boys just yeah. feel like the way to, like, you know, kind of solve the problems of their teenage angst is to go into a high school and blow everybody away. It. It's being masked, you know? They're not mm-hmm. getting to the root of the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of the problem, Kim and Kanye. <laughs> oh, man. No, hey. but let's, let's, get into so, some, man. let's get into some hot topics. But I'm glad that you're no longer pro-Trump. No, no, no. Yes. Now I can start, them, now I can start to post you on my Instagram again. Right. All right. Okay, so since <laughs> no, you're not... Me, I'm okay. Oh, I'm so, sure you guys will get to that later. So, David... <laughs> Since you're not pro-Trump, but it seems like our boy Kanye is, what do you think about that? Okay, yeah. uh, so... You, he must have got your I, mega hats out the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so the check this about Kanye, right? I was a big fan of him back mm. in the day, and he mm. seems to have lost his mind and gone on some kind of... He's here, there, and everywhere. It's, kind of, it's hard to understand who he is, where he is, because he's so many different characters and different beings. Mm-hmm. But he was um, under assault on the past few days for the, um, it, it was a choice. The you know? slavery but was a choice. But for the person thing. that doesn't really look into what he said, yes, I believe saying that on TV, it was a choice. No, you know, that was a choice. It was, it was dumb to say that. Mm-hmm. But if you sit back and look at what he's saying, sorry, like I, for me, when I heard what he was saying, I knew he didn't mean it in that context. Mm-hmm. What he was saying is like for Jesus, like kind of, you know, you can look over to um, the Caribbean and you can look into Africa and all these other countries. Because you're saying 400 years and you're enslaved for that period of time, they could have 
if they, I believe what he's thinking, if they really wanted to, mm-hmm. they would have overthrown the white rulers, mm-hmm. okay? In New Zealand, in other countries, they've fought to the death. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying it's like, I wasn't there, that's not me. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say? I'm not gonna right. say, I would have done this, I would have done that. Right. Mm-hmm. But I believe what he's saying is, if they really wanted to, or, you know, mm-hmm. they would mm-hmm. have done it. Mm. That's what I believe what he's saying. I mean, and that's, that's very controversial. I mean, but, there, we, there are powers and numbers, and yeah, if yes. we're all together. But back then, one, we were, I think, well, we were Mentally. taken out of our country and brought somewhere to build. Wait, but let me say this. I just do feel like at, at, at that point, like people, we were not empowered to, we didn't have weapons. We didn't have the money or the control. We didn't control anything. I, I guess I could see the point. Where maybe he's saying, you know, if we all would have banded together, we could have overthrown the master. But I do feel like because his voice is so big and influential, he should have really thought out how he wanted to say it. 100% without a shadow of a doubt. But I'll just say, I'm not going to castrate him. He should have been. He should have been smarter of what he said. But I'm not going to castrate him. For me, Mm -hmm. I can look deeper into what he said and Mm -hmm. I can understand it. Mm -hmm. But other people cannot do that. You know. But that's the thing. He's such a powerful figure that he should be careful of what he says and explain it more rather than just throwing it out there. Because if you're doing that, it's like people are going to like attack him as it was. A certain way. Yeah. Take, take his words for face value. You no, know, but they did a good job. They did a damn good job on um, the black people over here. And I you know. We're responding to Slidos, it? No, 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 no. As in slavery. That's a big topic, but they did, you know. When it's a choice, they really did, you know. So now they, slavery doesn't exist. I mean, this was maybe does. my own... Ignorance. Was slavery was only here? What, what do you no, mean? It was in, in the Caribbean. America? Yeah. But we slave fought ships, for our freedom. Yes, this slave ships. We fought our freedom. It's exactly what Laz was saying. Slave ships went, p- picked us all up from Africa. We all got dropped off in different places, but we're all, we all come from the same place, same continent. But we were dropped off in the Caribbean. We were dropped off. But like London didn't have slaves. There's no. colonization. <laughs> um <laughs> They, I'm, I mean, they, history no, was not my thing. No, we didn't. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is, no, the English, we didn't. We had a, um, so the, the Scottish. came over here. Yes, we mm-hmm. brought them all. We created the plantations. The French, the Dutch, mm-hmm. uh, Spanish. Creole. We all, we created the plantations over here. So we brought them all over to the islands, mm-hmm. um, like Jamaica and all that place. Mm-hmm. But from what but, I but, gather, we fought for our freedom over there. And that's where it was independent, not independent, but, you know. But during the era of where black people had to sit in the back of the bus and all that here, were they treated now, that way in Europe? No. Now, that's what pisses me off, man. Mm-hmm. That's what pisses me the fuck Segregation. off, man. Segregation. Mm-hmm. No, because, now, I know, gonna, because I know a lot of people were mad that the United States sat by during the Holocaust, but did a lot of people sit oh, back during slavery? Exactly. This is what I'm saying. This is what pisses me off, America. I want to say this right now, okay? Segregation was happening. How dare they? They'll go over there and criticize South Africa for having apartheid. You mother suckers, let me tone it down. <laughs> was having the apartheid in the 60s. And white people over here were treating black people like that. did never happen in the UK, ever whatsoever. Nowhere in Europe. But over here, that's not so. I, I hate to draw up the, the, um, a division between races, but there's still people out of there that kind of, that mindset is yeah. obviously still implanted over here. Mm-hmm. That's, it's crazy to believe that that was happening in the 60s over here. But like I said, through the media and through America, what it portrays and what it wants to push out there can mask it. Oh, it didn't happen. Oh, it wasn't. That didn't happen. That really didn't, you know, it didn't exist. Mm. They don't push it out there, but they'll push out what Hitler did. Oh, look, they did that. He did that. They'll throw out all that good stuff nonstop. But what America done... So now America's giving you all your first black duchess. How is that? Oh, man. I, huh. 
Huh. <laughs> Let me just get a huh. <laughs> so when you first heard that she was going to marry um, Prince um, Harry, did you first say, like, damn, I wish I could have hit that first? Or I got, first of all, and I was saying this because, you know, I'm a veteran. I've been in the military, and I feel like I'm right to say it. I don't like the royal family. They do nothing for the country whatsoever. They're not Damn. powerful. They're not prominent That's... figures. They say nothing. They're not motivational. Never once. Well, I remember one time seeing the Queen. Now check this. One time, yeah, the Queen. It was at the Olympics, and they had a, an orchestra. Not an orchestra. A choir of deaf and blind children. Check this. Wait. Stop. Wait. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. No, because I'm not gonna laugh about this. But wait. What do you mean they had a choir of deaf and, and blind, blind children? Kids? Yeah, bro, that's what I'm saying. Because they know what they're singing. I don't know, but they did it. That's what, that's what, that's what the real part of the story is. So check this. A choir. You never heard of Helen Keller. 50 strong, at least 50 strong, of <laughs> deaf and blind children, yeah, singing God Save the Queen. She did not flinch. She did not shed a tear. She just looked straight through them like a woman with well, no soul. I mean, if someone's if deaf and blind children, she's got to stiff up her lips. Yeah, he said, yo, you be balling, bro. If if fifty deaf if fifty deaf or blind kids, she's are presented to me, are presented to me. First and foremost, I'm gonna be looking for cameras like y'all trying. To. <laughs> no, because like I want I, like because if they start missing up the words, I'm gonna no, I want. It was a struggle, believe me. It How was did a struggle. they sound though? How did they sound? Oh no, it was they was no, it was they probably sounded amazing. They, they was good. They was good. You know, and it even nearly brought a so when to they exited, eyes. did half exit left and has exit right because. <laughs> Bro, We're not gonna do that. <laughs> Give him a break, bro. Shit. Anyway, she was soulless. She was heartless. I don't. The wrong family. Why do you think she's like that? I mean, because I've seen that picture that went around of her mean mugging her. Well, it was just a photo. She, they ain't cool. They are not for the people. These people, they they perceive the themselves. They put monarchy. They put themselves higher. You know, as we look on the ants and we step on the ants. They, they perceive us like this. Do not think these people are for us. Do not believe that they perceive us like that. They said, they the, queen, they said, flesh, the, they said the queen has like, um, M, what do they call those people that she sends out to kill people? Oh, MI5, MI6. She has those oh, for Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll do a number on people real time, real quick. And check this. What's the name of them again? MI5, MI6. It's like, secret, it's like that CIA. And they CIA. pop up and kill like you. Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah he is. <laughs> she has it. Yeah, so just for those out. listening, the royal family, we love That's you. It. She yeah. went the, the shit. I'm going to I'm have to run over to Puerto Rico after this. <laughs> <laughs> and, but getting back to um, the whole Meghan Merkel stuff. Meghan Markle? Merkel? Mm, right? Markle. Okay, so Harry, though. Harry, he ain't Prince Charles' son. We all know that one. How do we not know that? Oh, we all know that one. Because oh, he's still got his hair. Oh, he's like, nah, he's like James Hewitt. Okay, for the viewers out there. Oh, the Google, butler. Yeah, Google James yeah. Hewitt, man. Google James Hewitt. And put that picture. You'll see it all. Put yeah. that picture. He does look like next him. To, next to um, Harry. They yeah. look exactly like each other. Nope. Never once I've ever seen a, a, a royal go on the front line. Harry's been on the front line because they don't give a damn if he cops it. He's been on the front line. See, that guy does good. Harry does good. He's actually, he seems to me like a, a, a very good character, like his mother. He's Diana, got swag, A too. good character. I don't see, um, I don't see a lascivious mind. I don't see bad in him like I do within the rest of the royals. He's just like you, naked, running through hotel rooms exactly. in Vegas with the girl. <laughs> living his see, best goddamn like life. So, uh, they would never allow a black lady, brown lady, whatever you want to say it, marry into their blood. Never in a million years. So why do you think they let Why? Megan? Because he's not their blood. And second of mm. all, I think she's quite, there's something in her eyes that I don't quite like. 
Mm. Just, she doesn't look good to me. There's something like in that. Like something Meg- spiritually? No, I can or see. I, so I feel like she. Wait, you're saying that Meghan Markle, there's something bad about her? Bad about her. You think like, Ill- t- like ill I intentions? believe that the queen is. <laughs> this is straight from the king's mouth, King David. It's straight from my mouth. I believe that they've got her to keep it. If you can tie up a man's mind, you can stop him doing good. He's Ooh, out here to do deep. good. But I wait, believe wait, slow down. Say that one more time. Okay. If you can tie up a man's mind, then he can't think about anything else. And I believe Harry is out here to do good, okay? But they put her in place for this woman to tie up his mind. They've, they've so she's not a hired black, to so say. she's like a black I, widow? Yeah, black widow, they put her in place. They put Megan in place. I look in that woman's eyes, I can see the soul, man. <laughs> T.D. Jakes has got me, man. When you look at Megan Markle's eyes, what do, do you, you see, see in her soul? I don't see a soul, that's what I don't see. I see a woman fixed up, ready to take control of him. Fix him up, control his mind, mm. and keep him in place. Keep him in place. He's, she's going to dump good. him hot, hot quick and put him in. She's not going to dump she's good, him. She's not going to dump him. Okay. She's going to put him in such a place, such a place of hurt that he may not recover from. I've seen it happen to men a million times over. You know? So when he, he could be doing good, now he's going to be on the back so foot trying to make his, this woman. So, you do, so you're one of the believers that the queen killed Princess Diana? 100%. Shit. 120%. 120%. Oh, I'm not going back to the UK. I thought I was about to <laughs> I don't care, man. Power to the people, man. Power to the people. About part time people speak, man. Ooh, so do people Real talk. Real talk, man. Do, so, Real talk. So Camilla Parker Bowles, is she a hoe? She a hoe? I wish she's portrayed to be a hoe. Probably a hoe. You know? <laughs> do they, they, those people have got no soul. Like I said, they, they are not of our nature. They are not of human nature. They are not of us. They are not our people. Do you think the queen masturbates? Jason, you know what? You gonna have an MI six five Takashi six nine coming after your ass? <laughs> you know they are they. From what I know, from what I've looked into, they do a whole lot of stuff. A lot of stuff that I won't even start to begin to talk on here. You know. So when you talk about the billionaires and rich people, they look to sinister means to fulfill their needs. The Queen and they, they billionaires. The Illuminati was in my DMs. They asked me to join. Oh what? The Illuminati doesn't DM you. <laughs> <laughs> they summon you with an old nigga named Otis knocking on your door. Like no thanks, not right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Okay, Okay, so listen, Roseanne. Let's talk about speaking of racism. Roseanne, who was just gonna blow. Her show was back, and it was about to be the biggest thing since sliced bread. And then what happened, Melissa? Well, it um, she had a successful first season. It generated about 45 million dollars in ad sales. Um, and then Roseanne went and tweeted. Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ. And VJ, who she's talking about, is um, Valerie Jarrett. Um, and she, well, nobody was having that. It wasn't it yeah. equal to your ass getting a boot. And now the whole cast of people that ain't worked in over 20 some right. years. Right. So, yeah. So ABC has pulled the plug on Roseanne because, um, you know, the, the president of, of programming ain't over at ABC it. is a black woman. Woo. Yes, sir. I'm yeah. applauding for doing that. That's a good one. That's a good move. You applaud that? Yeah, no, for, for I'm the, checking. No, for like, yeah, for, uh, for them cutting the program. Right. Yeah, that's, a, that's a straight talking. That's a straight move. But here's, what, here's what ABC should have done. Mm. They should have killed Roseanne in the show. Yeah, then it's not Roseanne. Yes, gonna, it is. You gonna, just talk about her. Have a picture on the thing. Something. Make, Roseanne make made that show and so John Goodman. So it wouldn't have been the same. So they did the right Fucking thing. I think, I think you know what I mean. Make example. She need that needs to be made an example of. You can't mm-hmm. go on TV. You can't go on Twitter and start saying stuff like. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, but, but that just why, shows but, you but, that racism still exists. 
Yes. Why, does, why does Trump still get to be in office if he can say that the Ku Klux Klan are just as bad as the people protesting Boy. racism? That's a whole yeah. different load. Okay, you know. well, I'm just saying the position of the presidency. I was sitting in yeah. my... Well, he's tweeted. Oh, no, I was in my hotel room in Vegas this weekend watching CNN. They had the 60s. And specifically, mm. they were showing the, the era 60s. of when John F. Kennedy was killed mm-hmm. and yeah, Martin man. Luther King and the other nigga. Civil rights. The Bobby uh, Kennedy. <laughs> Bobby Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. We live in an era where, like, that office should hold some type of... Respect. Prestige. Respect. Yeah. Class. Yeah. Like, Dude, this, times have changed. Man. Times are changing. Times have changed. We that's live it. in the era of the Kardashians and the exactly. Trumps. Exactly. Well, that, and that allows a president to be in power like he is right now. It's crazy. You know, right. the people, people who are coming up now, their mindset is totally different. Yeah. We're the last of the three thinkers. Once, the, once our age group dies out of bone, people are done, man. They I are will, done and dusted. If you're, if you're educating your son, daughter, whatever, we are done. Totally I will say done. this. We're they, the made, the they made an example out of Roseanne. It needs to be done. Okay. Well, here's... Okay, well, it's a couple of things on that because ABC is a little bit of a fucking hypocrite as far as I'm concerned. You cancel Roseanne's show, but yet you're still the same network, you know, ABC and Disney, um, who suspended Jameel Hill for expressing her opinions on Trump, opinions that a lot of other people had. You know, she called him a racist, and they suspended her. So it's kind of like it's, it's a little contradictory. But anyways... Trump has weighed in on this and found a way to turn this whole thing around to focus on himself. Surprise, surprise. His exact tweet was, Bob Iger, forgive me if I'm uh, saying that wrong, of ABC called Valerie Jarrett to let her know that ABC does not tolerate comments like those made by Roseanne Barr, who is a Trump supporter. Um, uh, Gee, he never called President Donald J. Trump to apologize for the horrible statements made and said about me on ABC. Maybe I just didn't get the call. This man can turn a conversation about vagina and menstrual cycles into something about <laughs> uh-huh. him. Yeah. Like, it is just, it's fascinating. But since then, Roseanne has somewhat apologized. It, <laughs> she wasn't very reticent about the whole thing. But the reality of the situation is a lot of people lost their jobs. Not just the cast. I'm talking about production. There's showrunners. There's gaffers. There's lighting yeah. technicians. All of these people lost. If I was one of them, I would sue the I, fuck out of her. I think that she, well, first of all, she hopefully is going to crawl into, crawl into a hole and die at this point. Yeah. No, she's going to be on Joe Rogan's podcast well, on Friday. Yeah, but nobody gives a fuck. Who cares? Who listen to that? And she, atta- to that. she attacked Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Whoopi mm-hmm. Goldberg attacked attacked her today basically she said that you know when you fuck up like this you just got to suck it up and take it you know don't 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 start pointing fingers at everybody else but the one thing i will say is that i feel for the cast and crew and mm-hmm. i feel like the way that abc should have handled it because they were already greenlit for a second season was just like have her like get killed in a really bad car accident or something like <laughs> something, that would make, something that would make us all feel good <laughs> well, John Goodman still works. do you know we posted a picture of john goodman on that Hollywood shit was Black hilarious where he was walking his dog <laughs> and he looked that, really was sad naughty, bro. That was poor naughty. thing all well, right well hold on there's a little bit more to the whole story she's blamed it all on ambien <laughs> she blamed this is what she said isn't ambient a sleep aid yes so she said she sent <laughs> out a tweet not too long ago maybe about an hour or so, so ago i'm not a racist i never was and i never will be one stupid joke in a lifetime of fighting for civil rights for all minorities against network studios at the expense of my nervous system slash family slash wealth will never be taken from me and then she blamed um ambient for you know creating oh, a really no. strange Girl, reaction bye. so the Come creators on. of ambient basically said have a seat, Felicia. Bye, Aisha. Bye, Aisha. Bye, Felicia. Well, listen, listen. I don't really know how that goes, but I will tell you, after having that edible the other night in Vegas, I could have went on Instagram and said some reckless shit, too. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Ambien wasn't having it. That's the whole point. Ambien, like, they don't want no parts. So, speaking of Kanye, the Kardashians, and uh, Chicago, and whatnot, Trump, et cetera, et cetera, um, recently, uh, with the Pusher T and Drake um, feud, Rhymefest has jumped into the fray. Now, Rhymefest is a rapper who has worked with Kanye West for a really long time. They've been their childhood friends, and as a matter of fact, um, Donda House was an organization that was conceived by Kanye, Rhymefest, and Donnie Smith to assist at-risk uh, Chicago youth. Since then, the organization has fallen short of its goals because of funding. And so with this whole beef that was going on between Pusha T and Drake, one of Drake's responses was to create an invoice to basically say, um, tell, you know, to Pusha T basically, you know, yay owes us some money, da 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 so, and and then, by the way, in the invoice, you said for reviving your career. Exactly, for reviving your career. $100,000. Exactly. So we'll get to the Drake Pusha T uh, beef because it actually didn't start with the two of them. It started with Pusha T and Lil Wayne. It goes back way farther than a lot of people okay. even know, like 2006. But anyways, I digress. Um, Rhymefest enters the fray by basically saying, hey, Drake, when good music sends you that money, can you send it on over to, uh, to Donda House because Kanye's basically like abandoned us. So Kim Kardashian picked up her phone and started to tweet in defense of her man. I gotta as, give it. I gotta as, she, as she motherfucking should. And you know what? Let me tell you something. I would. I would definitely have to give her props for that because she is like a lioness when it comes to her family. You but, ain't gonna talk about tweet, that. Well, let's go into the tweets real quick. Okay. So, anyways. She decided to um, defend her husband by basically saying, um, you're over-leveraging Kanye's name and ask Kanye to donate money to you, so stop with your fake community politics and lies. Truth is, you haven't been able to sustain the foundation. Um, and she also berated Rhymefest for not bringing up the issue privately and threatened to make it her mission to take Donda House away mm. from you and let my children run it the way it should be run. And so well, I don't think North and Chicago are ready to run a foundation. And she said that. But I know what she well, meant. Well, in their names. I know what she meant. In their names. And then, you know, teach them, you know, uh, philanthropy and whatnot. Because apparently she's about to go to the White House to talk to Trump about gun control Listen, reform. And Kanye whatnot. West is running. Well, prison, prison reform. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me Come on, down, stand Kanye West is running for president. I don't. This is all just politics. I, yeah, I now. I now kind of. I can now kind of believe that. I could see Kim Kardashian as our first lady. Fuck out of here. I follow in Melania Trump. Oh, God. What age are you going to be to vote in America? I can't hear you. What age? What age are you going to be to vote? 18. 18. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that era of people, when they come into, when that era of people who are kind of brainwashed like that, probably, to be honest, they would swear they, they watch the Kardashians. They watch the Kardashians. Yeah. So it's not so far from the truth. They probably will be casting a vote that way, you but know? I we laugh now, but people would have laughed of Trump getting into power years ago. So oh, that's true. I would like to no take crime. this time to say that for everybody who says Jason's messy, Jason's messy, this is messy. Like your mom's dead. You start a foundation in her name. Mm. You then you're, the person running your foundation goes out and says you haven't even helped to raise money to sustain your dead no, mother's. No. Hold on, let me finish. <laughs> dead mother's foundation, and then all of this back and forth of airing out to all your dirty laundry. People, what happened to people just having the respect of privacy? It's actually, right. it's actually worse than that. Uh, Rhymefest claims that when he approached Kanye about this privately, which is what the point that um, Kim was trying to make, but Rhymefest was like, I tried to do that. And when I did, his response was, fuck the youth of Chicago. I was oh, like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was kind of bad. 
Well, listen, I have said from the beginning, I think that Kanye West has never been the same since his mom died, and I, I think agree. that he needs to get treatment. I think he's sick. It's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with getting treatment, people. It's a lot of people out there that need it. I think he's sick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm praying for Kanye. I'm, you know, people were, like, disappointed in me that I didn't go in on Kanye. That's the thing with our people. Whenever we're down, we expect us to jump on their grave. I ain't going to always do that. Sometimes I'm going to take a position that I think some shit's fucked up, but in Kanye's... In Kanye's thing, I've met Kanye before. I, I'll tell the story real quick. I went to a, a show in, in Brooklyn. Kanye West had got us uh, His cousin, Ricky, who's a good friend of mine, got us in. They created a band just for us. They gave us unlimited access in the whole place. And after the show, Kanye came up to me personally and said, what did you think about the show? Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, he wanted details about what I thought about his performance, blah, blah. And then he asked me, what do you think about this red coat? Should I wear it? Should I not wear it? The fact that he was humble enough to ask everybody their opinion is one thing. How right? long ago was this? This was a few years ago. This was this, this is a while ago. Okay, yeah. But this is before his mom had passed. That sounds about Now, right. here's the deal. I also can see that, you know, somebody like him who has a lot going on in his head, he probably just says a lot of shit he's thinking without fully thinking out how it's going to sound. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Because I don't think Kanye believes that. I, mean, he, I, I, just, I, don't, I don't think Kanye believes that slavery was a choice. He is a grown-ass man. He needs to have had some kind of impulse control. It has to have kicked in at some point, okay? We just can't have... You just can't be running out in the streets all willy-nilly just saying everything that just, like, goes from your head to your mouth and getting diarrhea of the mouth. Like, Mm. he's got to have some kind of impulse control. So, I mean, you know, the idea has been tossed around a lot that that he suffers from, you know, mental deficiencies, yeah, but you know what? Let's say, let's take, okay, let's take my brother getting killed in, at 19 and me being a mega superstar with a super rich partner, super mm-hmm. famous partner in a place where, like, I'm isolated, can't even grieve publicly. I can't even, everything I do is being judged. And I'm not saying that, like, all the shit he's done has been right. You know, mm-hmm. the Taylor Swift stuff I said was fucked up. There's things that he's done that's fucked up. But, like, when you're drunk, self-medicating, you're out there, you're super famous, you feel isolated. You don't know psychologically what he's going through. Now he's revealed that he's had liposuction because people were calling him fat or didn't want to be called fat. Like, that's, yeah. real, that's real shit. Yeah. Well, I, I just mean, feel like, when do we embrace them? Like, do we wait until they die like Michael Jackson and say, oh, we miss him so much? Like, when do you embrace guys. them? Well, there's, there's, huh? there's a lot of... these guys. They ain't doing nothing whatsoever. They got a pedestal to preach some power. We built that pedestal, though. We built that yeah, pedestal. Yeah, man, but true. they do nothing, man. These people... These are suckers, man. I'll tell you straight up suckers. They do nothing. They don't preach to the people. They can make a huge change. And they go out there and speak dumbness. All the people in um, prominent figures right now, I don't care. But Kanye's, what Kanye West's uh, obligation nothing. as an artist isn't to go out and save the world. No, but it's really in music. They speak about certain, you know, he does certain things. And now it's just like, it's a hot mess. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's <laughs> a hot mess. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's... The reality of the situation is, is that... You know, we all hear about stars. We were just talking about one a little bit earlier who, you know, may, you know, who are rumored to remove a lot of people from their camp that create a checks and balances system. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've got to have the wherewithal to understand that you don't have all the answers and you should have people that are on your team that are going to check you when you're out of pocket. And the reality of the situation is it has been a long is long rumored that whenever somebody tries to do that with Kanye, he unceremoniously Mm -hmm. fires them. I know quite a few people that used to work with him back in the day, you know, prior to his um, his mom's death, who basically were given their walking papers like like through a text, like, you know, doors locked 
you know, don't come back get to work. keys yeah. changed, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. So if you don't want to remain unchecked because you just want to be impulsive and you just want to run amok, well, then there's consequences that come along with that. Yeah. And, you know, but I will say, too, having now been on the other side of being in the public eye, I have people in my life who want to try to keep me humble or keep me grounded when really they just want to keep me down to their level. And there are differences. Like, you have to be able to know the difference. I do want people around me that keep me grounded, but let's be clear. I do have a vision for my company. I have a vision for what I want, and I and I hire people and bring people on to build my vision, not to tell me what they think it should be or should be or should not be. I, war, I, I welcome opinions, but, you know, I guess you have to take it in different contexts, right? If I feel like as a person who's in the public eye, if I can't say what I think and feel because of what it's going to do to you, then I'm not going to ever keep it real for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not going to be boxed in to become some brand. At least I'm going to fight that as long as I can yep. to where, like, I can't say that 50 deaf and blind kids singing some kind of song to me ain't going to make me chuckle a little bit. <laughs> well, we've gone, from, we've gone from the Kanye West who, who stood next to Mike Myers and so says true. George Bush does not so care way. about black people to the Kanye West who is wearing MAGA hats. So, yeah. Right, but I, that goes back to you have to believe there's something psychological happening where you shift like and that. And who's to say that the people he that were... Uns- on Jay-Z. Okay, who's to say that the people, exactly, who, who were unceremoniously fired or pushed away were not the same people mm-hmm. saying... Negro, go Chill check out. in with a th- no. Yeah. Go check in with okay. a therapist. Yeah. You might need yeah. some meds. You don't want to hear that. Maybe that's that's not, well, God bless not about involved. humility. It's and, about and, and shout out to Kim Kardashian for holding it down for her man. Right. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of um, Kanye, Kanye man. West and Drake and all that. What else is going it's on? It's about to go down. Because I did ahead. a video last night that I thought was really funny. Uh, yeah, tell us about it. Did you it? I just basically <laughs> said, like, can somebody please tag the stripper that he got a kid by? Because I'm trying to get her. Not stripper, porn star. Porn star. Stripper, porn star, whatever. Yeah. Point her out. Sophia. She's cute. No, She's sad- cute. She's bad. Sadly, I was just in Canada uh, hanging out with my guy, Ben Shimon. He's a friend of mine who used to um, be uh, a boxer on the team. And his girlfriend was the girl that was just spotted with Drake. And, and they, were, they were walking around up in uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. He, they were living together. He found out that they were together when it hit the internet. And then she came back to the house. Oh. And he left and let her keep the house. Well, I told him, let me tell you something. Yeah. If I'm, say, for instance, you know what I'm saying? I'm dating a nigga. And then all of a sudden, like, I, I see him, like, on social media with David McIntosh mm-hmm. and Fred Siegel. Mm-hmm. It was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna feel, feel some type of way, but no. He, <laughs> so I basically did a video saying point her out, and they pointed her out. Mm. So what's going on with those? <laughs> okay, well everybody has pretty much you know heard about the Drake, the Drake and Pusha T, um, you know beef. beef. They're they're slinging insults and stuff like that. What a lot of you might not know is that it didn't even start with the two of them. People are like, well, since when do Drake and Pusha T have problems with each other? Mm-hmm. It starts way before all of this happens. It actually starts with little Wayne. So the controversy kind of starts between um, Pusha T when he was with um, his brother and they were the Clips. Clip, go get her. Uh, exactly. So they had done like, they they were wearing um, bathing ape clothing mm-hmm. and then they see Lil Wayne show up wearing uh, bathing ape clothing. Mm-hmm. So then they created the song called Mr. Me Too. Remember that? Yes. yes. So they basically said that he was an imitator. So that's where the beef actually starts. It's like way back in like what, 2006 or something yeah. like that. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay, so everybody knows that Drake has been signed to Lil Wayne and Cash Money, et cetera, et cetera. All of that is culminated into what we're dealing with today. So what was the, the latest track? Was Infrared? 
that just came out. Have you uh, heard it? I haven't I, heard infrared yet, but I heard I'm upset. Duppy, which mm-hmm. is the the yeah. the, 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 the dish to Pusha T. Yeah. And I, right now I'm going to be honest. I'm Team Drake all day, but Pusha T is let he let him have it and um, Adonis. Right. Okay. So Kanye West has produced Pusha T's album. It's called Daytona, mm-hmm. and um, Infrared is a song that's included on that, and um, that's where he kind of like. Uh, he comes for Drake's next. So people are just watching with bated breath to see how this is going to unfold. Well, one thing for sure, yesterday they played this song about 20 times back-to-back on the radio station. Infrared, yeah. Infra- yeah, Infrared. So basically he's talking about Drake's father, how he wasn't a good dad, and how his Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey suits made him who he is, how that's why his him and his mother weren't together. He talked about his alleged son that he has by this porn star that he's pretty much paying her not to bring over here. Um, he's talking about his dying producing partner of 40. Mm-hmm. Um, he's who has went, cancer. Who has cancer, and he, he went very deep in this song. Very well, that's his, that's his latest track, is yeah. um, the story of Ad, Adonis. Adonis, yeah. Adonis, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's talking about his rumored love child with Sophie Brousseau, who's a former French porn star. She's cute, Damn. though. I used to rub one out to her a few times before. Damn. Okay, so let me just, let me just, let me just, let me just weigh in. Okay, so I, here's my thing. Pusha T is the president of Good Music, which is Kanye's label. Mm-hmm. You know that? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Okay. So if Drake is sitting in Wyoming creating an album with Kanye, and then he's dissing the president of his label, how does all this work? I'm so sick of stunts at this point. I don't even know what's real or not real anymore. And like I said, we were talking offline about mm-hmm. you know people from Love and Hip Hop. Anybody from Love and Hip Hop that comes out with some scandal... You know, before you could even get into whether or not it's real, you start to, like, raise an eyebrow. Mm-hmm. You know, like, little Brandy, she had posted something about having a miscarriage on Instagram yesterday, and it mm-hmm. went viral. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, would you <laughs> yeah. come online and do that? I mean, you just don't know. So I'm kind of looking at, like, this whole Drake and Pusha T thing as it's just a beef to sell albums. But then again, it could be real. I don't know. These rich people problems, I can't <laughs> even understand them. Mm. <laughs> I got rich, nigga. I could agree with you on that. Yeah. I can't, because Pusha T hasn't put out an album in a minute, but now he's putting out an album, and mm-hmm. then now this beef has surfaced, and Drake's putting out all these new singles from his upcoming projects, so I can see what you mean right there. Yeah. Well, and Kanye West is involved with all of it. Mm-hmm. His Nas's new album coming out is Kanye West. Side note, Nas was performing at the hotel I was at in Vegas mm-hmm. over the weekend. Mm-hmm. After the Cleese interview, I just didn't hope. I was hoping I didn't run into him, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, t- he's uh, going to produce Tiana Taylor's album. Which I am really looking forward to. Mm. Oh my God, she's amazing. If you haven't heard her first album, it's amazing. Tiana Taylor? It's amazing. Okay. It's well, amazing. Well, we'll be looking forward to that. Yes. Okay. So, um, All right. while I was away, I saw that some, some shit was going down with Morgan Freeman. I was like, okay, what's happening with God? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? what, what did, did he die? Like, Leave oh my God, alone, I can't that deal. Was a good one. I can't deal. But no, apparently the Me Too movement has come from Morgan Freeman. And this is where I was just like, I don't motherfucking think so. Hold on. I need to do some investigating. So um, apparently a bunch of women have come forward and basically said that, you know, uh, over the years being either on set with Morgan or having to do interviews, conducting interviews with Morgan, he has made them feel uncomfortable. He's made salacious remarks or whatever. I'm like, that doesn't constitute being shoving him into the Me Too movement. I'm not going to I'm not going to put him into the same category as I am Harvey Weinstein. It's not going to fucking happen. And then when CNN aired um this interview with this uh, uh, journalist who basically says that Morgan made 
that Morgan made, um, you know, a, a lascivious comment towards her. When we actually saw the footage, everybody was like, bitch, he ain't even talking to you. Wow. He's referring to so, something that his co-host so just said. So I feel very passionately about this because at this point, it's getting out of control, mm-hmm. right? Me Too, I thought was... Started with Harvey Weinstein. Here's a job. You want this job? You want to make it in Hollywood? Suck Let me show dick. you how to do it. Yeah. You got to suck on this dick. Mm-hmm. That's me too. Now, if you a nigga, like if you a nigga, you going to roll up on somebody. You, we were at the club last night, mm-hmm. and the girl was dancing in front of you, and mm-hmm. you touched her hair. That's me too. Now. At, no, at this point, yeah. if I just randomly say, yo, babe, yo, you got a nice little ass. That's me too. <laughs> well, guess what? Me too, motherfucker. If I think you fine and I want to slide in your DM, I'm going to slide in your DM. Every single time I meet a model who says, yo, man, I just want a model. I want to make it keep putting me on. I always stop them and say, if you make it transactional where you get this and I get this, I don't even want to deal with you. Because I just have more self-respect for myself. Mm. But if you are somebody I'm dating or fucking with, like my ex, I'm going to make sure you're on. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to guide you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put you in a position to get money. That's just how I am with my partners. Yeah, yeah. But this Me Too movement now with Morgan Freeman, I just feel like who's next? Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny? Like, <laughs> I who can't the even imagine. Else? I can't even imagine Morgan Freeman hit, hit like, ma'am, your teddy is also not like. <laughs> but I, I can't even see him making some type of obscene comment like that to him. And not saying he hasn't, but they just coming out the woodworks now, and it's just unfortunate. Like last night, you say me touching, even just looking at you a certain way. You don't can look over get, here. Hashtag you me know too, what bitch. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how they're you. They're abusing it now. Yeah. Well, Morgan Freeman's lawyer has asked CNN to retract the reports of sexual allegations against him, uh, mm. claiming that they were scandalous and untrue. And what really bothers me is that this man has a storied career. He mm. has been around for like for decades. We have come to know him. We've come to love him. He is he he is like don't touch him. You know what I'm saying? He's like the but fucking I'm, pyramids, I'm, I'm, I'm man. I'm not going to defend. I'm not going to defend this person either. But like for example. Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of House of Cards. Huge fan yeah. of House of Cards. Now, I just found out he was gay not too long ago. But mm-hmm. gay, being gay and being a pedophile, two different things. Very be different. very clear. Yeah. I was shocked that you know that came out. But when that did come out, before he even could respond, mm-hmm. he was already found guilty. Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Now he got a lawyer up. If I do some shit this bad, I'm going to own everything I do. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to never become victim to being a brand that can't advocate for themselves. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman, if I was him, he is the voice of God. Mm-hmm. He should be out here on the motherfucking radio or at a podium I being very clear, Freeman. like, look, mm-hmm. I wanted to fuck you bitches, but I didn't st- I didn't force... What What did he even get accused of doing? Is it a team? Making him feel uncomfortable. Is it a team? I believe this, surely, it's a team of journalists that have set out, actually set out over time to actually kind of tarnish his name. But surely it's not just like a group of ladies or one lady's come forward and, you know, thrown accusations. Someone's gone out there systematically targeted people that they know would have been in his presence before, maybe mm. offered money, maybe offered something like that, to tarnish his name. There's no way. But do you realize, like, in the gay community, you've been to the Abbey. You've been to the Abbey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know how many people just may grab somebody's ass or touch somebody? That's like, yeah, what? I'm so confused now. So now... Because of we're in a, a a world of more heightened sensitivity to being physical, or what what can we are what are the boundaries now? But here's the thing: is I haven't even heard about any of the accusations even being physical. Like apparently, what he's accused of even saying to this reporter was um, she was six months pregnant at the time of the interview. It was during um, when he was doing press junkets for Going in Style. Um, he apparently said, "You are ripe." 
the fuck? So what? You're and right. then and then boy do I wish I was there. Are you talking about the <laughs> moment of conception? He wasn't even but he wasn't even she, talking to let her. Let me tell you something. My he wasn't D- even talking to if her. If my DMs get out, they gonna throw me in the fucking pool of <laughs> the me too. Yes, I'm gonna tell you, I date jail I typically date straight men. Mm. So when I see a motherfucker straight can, to bed. can they say they feel uncomfortable? Hell yeah. Cause I slide up on him, I'm like, yo, let's get with it, you know. But I guess the reason why I bring it up, and let me be clear, I'm not defending Kevin Spacey if he's a pedophile. I'm not defending anybody, uh, Bill Cosby and the Quaaludes. I'm not uh, defending um, any of these people who are, uh, Harvey Weinstein who are using uh, powers of position to like, you know, force women into sexual uh, submissiveness. I'm saying that for all the men out there, gay and straight. We need to have some boundaries around this Me Too shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reach out to my friend who works at the Me Time's Up uh, mm-hmm. movement, ask her to come on the show. Because I just want to know, at this point, when is it because, you know, like NRA, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I used to work for a union. Mm-hmm. When you're a union that's built on certain things mm-hmm. and you're getting funded to move the agenda for certain things, mm-hmm. you will do anything it takes mm-hmm. to move that agenda. Right. Time's Up is a yeah. nonprofit organization that is ge- being funded to raise awareness. But at mm-hmm. what point does awareness actually turn into some other shit right because at this point you know i mean i i hesitate to even use the phrase witch hunt because trump trump likes to use that in regards to you know mueller's investigation but the reality of the situation is is that morgan freeman i'm so i haven't heard any kind of empirical evidence any kind of accusations that even sound like he should have been lumped into the same category as Harvey Weinstein or even, you know, Bill Cosby. I know that might be unpopular to say, Mm -hmm. but the reality of the situation is is like there's Aziz Ansari. He was lumped into the whole situation when, in fact, what I think happened was the girl had a bad date. You know what I'm saying? And she just was overly sensitive about the situation. I'm like, you pursued him. Like, and his career took a massive hit as a result. This isn't fair. It's just not fair. I think yeah, that wow. the whole the whole the whole Me Too movement has become very bastardized and <laughs> convoluted too. at this point. <laughs> and I'm and I'm not gonna even I'm not gonna go as far as to say that I've heard some people online say, Why wait all these years? Yeah, so but yeah, you hate know when why do wait that. all this time though? Why now? That's what I'm thinking. Because they it's, wait. But it's the same of people that go out and actually find these people. I believe it's journalists. Okay, let's target Morgan Freeman. Let's target this person. Then they go out and systematically go through every single woman or people that they've been in contact with and try and draw false stories from him. I don't believe it's actually women just well, thinking, you know on. what, wait, today wait, I'm going to get this No, wait, wait, hold on a second. Nobody asks the, the kids who are now adults that were molested by priests no. and stuff like okay. that. Hold on. You cannot, you, we cannot talk about people's timeline and when they become comfortable with talking about trauma. You can't, that, that's just not a conversation that needs to be had. Okay. So why are these women coming out of the woodwork talking about this? That, I don't, it, it's, it's irresponsible to say that one woman who, you know, was, had a, a random comment said her way, she cannot be compared to another woman whose head was grabbed and shoved into Harvey Weinstein's fucking lap. That's cool, but for for example, I'm just using an example for me. This is a personal example. Okay, I was dating the English Rose in the UK. She was a celebrity in the UK. She was deemed as the the English sweetheart, white lady. Kelly. You know, yeah, Kelly, that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, right? And they didn't like a brown brother, Um, you know, tattoos like me. Dating her down. So they tried (laughs) everything. So what they did, they messaged friends women, so many different people. They went through every angle to try and get stories on me about fighting. So all these people that would never have come and told stories before, then coming forward, 
and telling these bullshit stories. And then they asked this one girl, right? Who had dated over in America, real sweet, real nice. Okay. They asked her, oh, have you been with David? So she told a story, but it was a great story. Did they put that out there? No. no. They just told, they grabbed all these bullshit stories, hyped them up, and put them out there. But so people never. People what? never remember the good. They no, always want to the good. They don't let, want the good. No one wants to listen to a fairy tale story. They want to see, you know. Let, let me preface what I'm going to say with this. I think that if you have been raped or molested or anything like that, you should absolutely tell your story in your time when you feel mm-hmm. that you're ready to oh. tell your story. You know what's so crazy is now you take these real situations. <laughs> And you sprinkle a couple fake ones in there, mm-hmm. yeah. and it all seems real. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's I just it. feel like I don't know. I, I understand your point, though, Melissa. Mm-hmm. Like there are women or men that like don't have the courage to come forward until other things. But then I can tell you, as a personal person living with it, like now you wait till I'm on TV or because now my shit's yeah. popping. Well, you know, you want to come with well, the rea- When it comes yeah. to Harvey Weinstein, he was one of the biggest power figures oh, no, in, sure. in Hollywood mm-hmm. for a really long time. He could make or break your career. He really could. He could blackball the shit out of you. Like you could, Mira Servino. I remember when she was like, you know, big actress, Academy Award winning, and then she went she, ghost. Where the hell did she go? She came out with a story that he basically blackballed her. So it's a very real situation where women yeah. have been presented with options of suck this dick or and get, get this money. job or or, or, be, or don't work. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like everyone's talking about, oh, it was their choice to do so and stuff like that. I mean, you know, but, but they, it also makes me realize and think and wonder how many of them girls or women out there that did start, take that yeah. sucking dick job. I think that. that- it's a ton of them. You can't suck that dick, then complain about um, it happening, taking the job. You can't suck the dick, get the job, then years later complain about <laughs> you it. You can't lump you all of them into you the same category. Shit. You just yeah. you can't because every each each woman has like a different story. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying Wait, you're saying that if you suck the dick and get the job, then complain about it? Should you give the money back for the no, job? Man. You ate from the devil's palate, and you can't complain about the taste of the food later on. Hell no, man. <laughs> that, was a good, that was a good one. Okay, you know, well, that's what people, a lot of people are doing. We're gonna get a lot of mail on that one. <laughs> well, I, I will just say to anybody out. This is the thing. What I will say is that I am more careful now. Like, if I sense like the vibe is off, I'll give you another story, another example. <laughs> <laughs> so I meet somebody, mm. and they're you know they're telling me all the things I want to hear, and we're talking online or whatever, whatever. So I'm telling them, motherfucker, look, I ain't got time for this text, and just come to L.A. Boom, I book them a flight. They come to L.A. They get to L.A. or whatever. Of course, we go to a nice dinner. I'm spending money or whatever. And this person's just loving, just, he just loving it all. Mm-hmm. So then we're sitting across from dinner. Uh, we're sitting across from each other at dinner. And I put my hand on the table and touch his leg. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, well, well, you know, I think we should slow down. Slow, bitch, you got on a plane. <laughs> this ain't Bobby, Bobby <laughs> Valentino. <laughs> so you know what I did? I put that motherfucker back, back on, on the plane, plane and sent that motherfucker home. Because <laughs> mm. at that point... I already knew where this was going. You're staying in my home. You just flew here on a plane, and I'm moving too fast. You should be spending a night at a hotel then. (laughs) I don't know. This Me Too thing, I need some direction. I needed to come back to what the purpose was. I need some clarity because I'm going to still be me. I'm still going to be a nigga. And when I see a motherfucker that I want to fuck, I'm going to slide up and say, I want to fuck you. Money motivates people. When this show gets more millions and millions of followers, I got to stop telling people I want to fuck I'll be telling the story (laughs) of each and every one of you. (laughs) (laughs) So when the show blows up and we're on TV, I got to stop telling people I want to fuck you. Oh, absolutely. Damn. I think the way you say it, it's the way you say it. No, because in my community, we got we like to be very transparent. 
Like, I don't, if I want to date you, I'm going to say, look, we should get to know each other and I want to date you. But nobody that's listening to this has heard this come out of my mouth. Mm. This is not how I talk. So, am I, Melissa, am I doing something wrong? What should I be doing? (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm not there all the time. (laughs) However, I do know that you make your intentions very clear. Yeah. Very clear. Why not? Um, Strangling. (laughs) Not strangling, motherfucker. (laughs) Just with this dick. No, I'm kidding. Um, I can't come up to a woman and say But it's how I'm handling myself inappropriate. I can't go up to a woman and say, I want to fuck you. They're going to either slap me or, you know. But but a girl can come up to you and say, I want to fuck you. That's But why is that okay? I was in Canada. I was in Canada two weeks ago at the strip club, and this girl's across the room. And I say, Can you hand me the Hennessy? Uh huh. I'm asking for the Hennessy. And she says to me, Do you want to eat my pussy? Ooh, that's all in my time. Wait, hold on. This was in Toronto? What club? What club? I went to Toronto. No, I said this was in No, this was in Niagara Falls at the strip club. But the girl says to me, I'm asking all her, I just, honest, I just, in a very innocent way, asked for some fucking Hennessy. And she, and she you, says to me, you want to eat this pussy? You threw up in your mouth. Now, before. should I have went online and said, I am offended. Uh, I was sexually attacked. Me too. No. See, that, that's, but it was Melissa's like, you right. asked me to eat your pussy. You know, I don't want to eat this sweat right. box. I'm that's cool. That's something I cannot go and say, you want to suck my dick. I'm getting, that's going to, that's. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> what the I'm going to tell you right now, on behalf of the LGBT community, we still going to roll up on you at the club and say, what's up, I want to fuck. That's yeah, just that's, the way it I is. I think that's the only way it works, that's though. A, no, that's what I was going to say, is I think things are different in their community. I want to remind people that Me Too is, do you want this job? Then suck this dick. That's Me Too. It is not rolling Straight up on talk. somebody that you think is attractive and saying, what's up? I want to, you know... What, 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 what are we Leveraging to your stop? power and influence and uh, in order to gain sexual favors from somebody who really, you know, is in a position. And let me be clear. I only like broke niggas on because it's flexible time whenever you need to take a trip. Well, Harvey Weinstein <laughs> like broke bitches. No, but it's not. No, he was fucking with the, a, a, the, the A-list girls, too. No, see, my ex, a lot of times actresses are one you know actors and actresses are one paycheck away from being. I broke. like I like the people that I'm involved with to be able. To, if we need to go to London to hang out with David, you need to be able to get on a plane. You <laughs> go go ask your manager at the Baskin Robbins if you can get a fucking day off. No, but all seriousness, all seriousness, all jokes aside, we do a lot of this for entertainment and humor. But you know, this is a serious subject that I really think somebody needs to put their arms around and put some boundaries where we can understand it more. Because I feel like at this point, um, I I remember one time when um, Love and Hip Hop aired, and some nigga went on Rosa Costa's page. She had posted a picture of us, and she he was like, "Yeah, tell him he owed me twenty five hundred dollars that I loaned him to make all his dreams come true." Wow. (laughs) You know what I did? You know what I did? I added him, and I added his girlfriend. I said, first of all, my my nigga, my dreams are priceless. You couldn't afford them. Second of all, does your bitch know how much dick you suck? Let's talk about. Let's since you want to go for me online, let's talk about it. See, the thing about me is I live out there, right? So you can't come and get me. (laughs) Nice. Me too, nigga. If you want to. (laughs) Okay. Well, listen. This has been an amazing show. Um, lots to consider here, people. Um, always good to see you, David. Very good to be here, man. You guys, oh, man. Man, it's good to I miss be you, back, bro. Man. Yes, it's X-ray talk, but it's real sweet. Hopefully, man. you're able to keep on hold on to that visa. 
I'm gone. See us. If not, you can give him his papers, Melissa. I no, I'm still a Canadian citizen. As oh, a matter of fact, uh, my green card is about shit. to expire. You oh, damn. So you can't even help give a nigga papers. I can't. I can't. I can't. No. Mm. No, I'm useless. All right. Well, uh, Melissa, let us know at break that she's on her way to Barcelona tonight. So uh, damn. You stay nice. on that plane. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Well, I hope you have fun. Thanks. I appreciate that. All right, everybody. Well, listen, enjoy yourself. Make sure you're subscribing to us on YouTube, oh, Spotify, to, yes. Google Play, and iTunes. And I have to say this. I forget. I got stopped. The girl named Anna that stopped me at Tequila says she loves me in the show. I told you I would shout you out. How you doing, Anna? And the dark-skinned girl you was with. I forgot her name. Well, labeling her dark skin is probably not the best way to go out. But anyway, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. 